Ask the Podcast Coach for April 11th, 2020. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun-filled music that means it's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the schoolofpodcasting.com, and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Week four, I think for us, the end of week four. We've made it for four weeks. Yeah. Uh, in in this week, we will sell it. You, you want me to do the coffee pour? Or want oh, yeah. To, well, yeah. Today's coffee pour. We'll say today's coffee pour sponsored by TheAverageGuy.tv. Get news reviews, product updates, and conversation all for the average tech guy. Now, that could be you. Oops, I, I'm supposed to be pouring while we do this. Dave actually <laughs> set up a site to be able to do that. This is this is coordination to be able to pour and talk at the same time. <laughs> so if you go out to TheAverageGuy.tv slash, I'm sorry, if you go out to School of Podcasting nope. slash you're no. close. If you at, go out to ask the podcast coach.com slash sponsor, the poor got me. You <laughs> ask, ask, say it again. Ask the podcast coach.com slash sponsor. Uh, my mind just went to jelly. If I was smart, I would have had a little thingy for that. But uh, it's something we just tried last week. We're like, we just kind of threw it out there. And I, I took that out, threw it out there, found a, uh, a plugin for WordPress that allows you to do your own auctions. And, you know, set it because it's for four weeks, like it's for the whole month. You will be sponsoring the poor. And uh, it started going up and up. And I was like, look what we just did. So you never you never know what's going to happen when uh, you try new no, stuff. It was kind of fun. If you if you do win that bid and you have a mug, send it to me as well. We'll, oh, that's figure, true. we'll get that figured out. And, and that'll that'll show up for four weeks as well. Maybe you'll get the website address right. <laughs> that's not very everybody's like, God, that guy's a jerk. Like he didn't couldn't even get the website. right. No, it's because so I changed it. That's uh, oh, okay. I, I think originally it was coffee pour. Then I was like, nah, let's just make it sponsor. And. Then is it ask, ask the, the podcast coach.com slash sponsor. There we go. There, there it is. That's, okay. That's the other fun thing. It's like, is yeah, school of podcasting four, four weeks of that as I pour, we'll mention your site and any, any copy that you want me to read. We'll do that as well. So I appreciate you guys supporting Dave on that. It's kind of fun. It was to be honest, a little bit of a test, uh, as, as you know, you, you, when you went to Massachusetts, you went out to the studios for cigar for the cigar authority Ed mm-hmm. Sullivan, you hung out with him. They do a lot of this in their show. They do a lot of these sponsored spots that are just kind of part of the show, you know? And I thought, you know, could we do more of that? And I say, we, I mean here, yeah. and we kind of been goofing around with it and on, on the average guy TV on home gadget geeks. And so I think during these times, economic times for podcasters, uh, it, it's, it's a good, it's a good opportunity to try some stuff out. Obviously this worked. We got one, we'll have one month when we're done here. We'll start in, what, May? So this yeah. will start, the promotion cycle will start in May. You'll get four weeks here on Ask the Podcast Coach. But I think for podcasters, it's a good opportunity to review, do you have those spots in your podcast where you could do that kind of sponsored spot? Joe Salcihai does uh, Stacking Benjamins. It's a show about financial stuff. And he's he, he jokingly said, he goes, I'm like a NASCAR uh, driver. He goes, he has a like a helpline brought to you by such and such. He has a bunch of things brought to you by so-and-so because it's, it's segments of his show. So I could have like, because of my podcast brought to you by, you know, so-and-so yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, Kim asked if she sends me a mug, will I use it? And um, during the sponsored month, no, but if we don't have a sponsor, yes. <laughs> so if you, if you want to, uh, if you want to send me a mug to have on the show, I mean, I like Starbucks, but I'll, I'll drink out of your mug too. <laughs> send me an email, Jim at the average guy TV. And, uh, and we can arrange for that to happen. So, there but during the sponsor month, no, we're going to, uh, we're going to make sure the sponsor gets all yeah. the, all the credit for that. Carrie says, uh, it's Saturday. Hooray. I actually remembered that it's Saturday. Missed the last two weeks, literally only because I didn't know what day it was today. Yesterday was good Friday. Tomorrow's Easter. And I was like, wait, what? I lost all track of time. I've been having fun. I'm trying to get really, oh, let's just be honest, really old people to join on Zoom on their phones because they don't have computers. So I, I actually, if you go to my YouTube mm-hmm. channel, mm-hmm. I made a thing like, like I actually made a YouTube video showing people how to dial their phone so they could hear the Zoom woman go, now enter your meeting ID. And I like, then you enter your meeting ID and then don't forget to press pound. And then unfortunately it asks you for a personal identification number, which must be something 
if you wanted to track who was joining, maybe, I don't know it's a feature I've never used. So I was like, mm. just, uh, just ignore that. So, uh, that's, that's the key there. Um, new, new tech is making the NDI HX camera and NDI X free until June. Really? Free cameras? Oh, that's the app, iOS app. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. A lot of stuff free. I got a thing yesterday from uh, Teachable, and Pat Flynn has a course that's free, and a bunch of other people that's free, and and you know everybody's trying to either learn or earn one one of the two. It's good good time to sow seeds, right? Um, yeah. I think everybody's kind of seeing that now. Good opportunity to kind of get your name out there, get people using your stuff, and then as we recover from the situation we're in. Um, it gets better. Kim's worried about me getting too many mugs. Let's just let's just say, <laughs> not a problem, Kim. So uh, let's just be real honest there. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I know Podcast Movement. I'll put a link here in the in the chat. Had um, put out a, a thing in their email, which of course is on their oh, website, yeah. Yeah. about the uh, the top. I think it's top ten or top eleven. I don't know if it's hacks or just. Basically, different Hustle. way hustles, yeah. Side hustles is what they call them, yeah. That uh, you might look into if you find yourself, you know, out of a job because as much as you go, well, I'm not getting paid to do whatever your job was. Yeah, and and Dave, before we dive into this, I, I had a thought on this, and I this email had come to me, and I'd sent mm. it to you, and I'm like, hey, we should talk about this. One of the things I think is really really important to podcasters right now. So this message may only be good for the next couple months, or hopefully next couple months. During these times, you know, we're, we're headed into a pretty difficult recession going forward and things are crazy right now. It may be good for you, even if you have your job, even if you still have it. And by the way, I'm very sorry for those. I mean, we heart goes out to folks who've lost it, who are you? Many of us, you see on Facebook, everybody's kind of celebrating all these things about being at home. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I get to spend more time with my family and stuff. And there are people who are in dire and desperate needs. We also think about all our healthcare workers who have to go in still every day in our grocery store and the folks who are, are it's where it's a necessity that they're in and they're, they're out there doing that for us. So not just, this is not, you know, as we think about this, this is not just us. Oh, I have to watch Netflix all day. There is, I mean, there's a lot of people sacrificing a lot for us. So we, we appreciate that. Um, but I was thinking when I got, when I got this, I thought, you know, now is the best time ever. And it goes back to this idea of maybe I need to start doing a little more advertising in my podcast. I think now is the time to start getting those things ready. So test them out, get some things going. You're probably not going to pick up a ton of advertisers. I honestly didn't think anybody would, would, would Me take us up on that spot. Right. And they did. And listen, we appreciate that. It's in a bid. And, and if you want to do it, you can, we'll, we'll do it for the, we'll do it for uh, the foreseeable future as long as people sponsor it. But there may now this is that's an example of how now might be the time to start thinking about those as we go into recovery. So have that stuff ready as we come out of this, as people get back into their cars, because they're gonna, right? We're gonna go back to work. Maybe a little bit less than it was before, but this may be the time to be thinking about, hey, I could be enhancing my income, changing my income. This might be a time to change careers, right? At this at this point, you might be like, well. I didn't want to, but now I have to. And so I think these, what we're about to talk about here, these are some options. These are some things as podcasters you can start thinking about as far as enhancing or adding to what you're doing. Yeah. The thing I thought was interesting is in the, um, in the newsletter and they don't really mention this. They had a, uh, a picture of this giant, what is the name of this game where you pull the blocks out? Jenga or something like that? Yeah, Jenga. Um, they have this giant Jenga block thing here. That's actually, that was at podcast movement, uh, evolutions. Um, We have one of those for Gallup too, that we, that we take on recruiting events and stuff like that. It's made out of two by fours instead of the little, yeah, the little slippers. But people were, people were playing that and it was a, it was a lot of fun, but, uh, yeah, they, they called it the top 10 online side hustles for, for podcasters. And I, yeah, I, I think number one, yeah, work for Amazon, right? We're not really working for Amazon, right. so to speak, right? But the, the affiliate, Dave, you and I have both had mixed, yeah, <laughs> with when that that Amazon affiliate link and some of the things. I think the har- the harder you try, the more they want to kick you out of that thing. It seems like the right. more successful you are, they're like, and you're making too much money. Uh, no, no soup for you. But they were actually talking about. Um, they said you can make anywhere from 150 to 300 dollars a week completing tasks 
Short- oh, I thought this was the Amazon affiliate. No, uh, it I, says I didn't uh, read. Okay. Uh, short transcription surveys, Google search descriptions, three hours of work could earn you 25 to $30 an hour. Uh, flexible hours get paid by working for one of the world's largest retailers. So I guess there are side hustles at Amazon. It's not just working in a giant warehouse, although they're building one of those here where I live, which is hilarious because where are they building it? Uh, where the mall used to be. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're tearing down a mall. Middle yeah. of our t- middle of the city yeah. is getting torn down. It'll be interesting to see what uh, what lands kind of in. In that's almost a bad joke. Like, yeah, that's like adding salt to the wound. Yeah. You know, tear them all down and put an Amazon fulfillment center there. I mean, it's great for yeah. It, it the more fulfillment centers we get, the faster stuff will get delivered. But. Yeah, Bangs brings up Mechanical Turk. They don't mention that by name in this article, but Me- Mechanical Turk is a thing where. Via Amazon, you can hire people to do stuff. And I've had people say they've used that to get, to try to get a uh, focus group to like get some honest feedback on their show. And I'm not sure like how well that works. The other thing they bring up here is, is tutoring. So I know. Yeah, and I, I think that fits in with what you're doing from a consulting standpoint, yeah. right? It's the same idea, learning, education, teaching. I think you may be surprised at what you know that what others don't, and you can turn those into short learning experiences. Keep that cost down or for now, make it free if you can, if you can or whatever you decide to do. There are some sites that help with that. That's what they said. There's uh, even things like you could teach, you could earn 22 bucks an hour teaching English to kids. Uh, at VIP Kid, and then there's one called Schooly S K O O L I that is math tutoring. Which for me, I'm actually I like math. I mean, I had five years of it. I have an engineering degree, so it's like uh, it, Davis. This, this is an area as we think about when the economy is restarting. Um, the education systems have been completely disrupted in all this, right? Yeah. Who knows when, when, when the, you know, when the uh, junior college system, is that what we call it? What, what, do we, what do we call those colleges that aren't universities, but they're, uh, I, we used to call them junior. Co- anyways, yeah. th- that um, uh, community colleges, that's yeah. the word. That's, that's what I want, the community college. Those may have some openings for folks that during this time decided to do something different. So as we go into the fall, you might want to look at your local community college and see if they're looking for adjunct faculty who will come in and teach some of those courses. We have at ours Metro Community College here in Omaha. They've gotten very progressive in some of the courses you can take and they have some credit, non-credit around like they have a culinary program that's super popular. Like you can't get a class in their culinary program because it's not, well, one, it's not, it's not for credit, but you cook, like you go in and you cook a whole gourmet meal, right? And it's like 50 bucks. Wow. And you, you come out of there with this great meal, right? Well, from a podcasting standpoint, there may be some podcasting or communications. I mean, think about the world that's been disrupted. And as everyone, not everyone, as a lot of folks have come home. I don't know about you, Dave, but I've gotten tons of, uh, daily, I get two or three emails from Gallup employees and our certified coaching community saying, how do I get your microphone? Like, how do I, how do I, how do I do my lights? How do I do this better? Like our consultants have all of a sudden started paying attention to what we're doing here. There may be some community, community college offerings for you, or you may even want to petition your local community college to say, Hey, you know what? There's a need for people to, to know how to set up and do this live studio stuff. You might want to hire me to lead a class or whatever. So there could be some opportunities in that if you're looking, again, looking out to the recovery to say, hey, here's there's a new world out there and people are dying for this information. You might want to just check in with your local community college. Yeah. Jeremy says, I work for a university and I've been busier than ever. Uh, we're talking about still being all remote through the beginning of the fall semester. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And so, so like we're in emergency mode at the moment with this, all this kind of stuff, everybody's kind of cobbled this together to make it work. The supply chain for all this equipment, cameras, microphones is sold out. Oh yeah. Now have fun China's trying coming, to get a C920. Forget yeah, it. But China's coming back online, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they are starting to come back online. And I think this summer we're going to see some of that stuff kind of show back up again. And then um, that's the, this fall would be that like in a planned approach, you could be putting how to help videos together for your community 
to say, hey, here's how you set up a home office that has better sound than the crap of the laptop that you've been using all spring. I think people will be more receptive to that. So there, there could be some great opportunities in a planned kind of way as we think about going into the fall. Maybe the fall is going to be all virtual. Help people uh, uh, do that through some YouTube videos or classes or whatever that. Yeah, because it doesn't take much. I mean, I, I every time um, I don't have them on a color right now, but I have these colored LED lights. You know, so if we wanted to go blue here for the for the background, you know, we could do that. Um, and people are like, "How are you doing that?" I'm like, "It's mm-hmm. it's a fifteen dollar LED yeah. light that I sit yeah. on the floor and point it at the wall." Um, you know, now I have a backdrop. I just bought this through T Public. Uh, if you go to podcastclothes.com, I believe will take you to my T public and they have, it's called a tapestry. It needs, it needs a little ironing I see here. Uh, but I think that was 30 bucks right now. Everything's 35% off there, you know, and some cheap lights and presto, you know, I didn't spend a thousand dollars to make, you know, you know, I guess if I throw on the TV, maybe got getting close to there, but that's in the hallway right now. So, but yeah, and, they're, and- Dave, as you're buying those things, you might want to check in with those companies to see if they have an affiliate program, Yeah, right? Because right now we heard, um, I was on a call with you and uh, Clay, right? Mm-hmm. Last week. Yeah. And Clay had said on the radio side, like advertisers dropped like that yeah. because it's expensive to advertise on radio. But, you know, hey, to do 50 bucks for four weeks or whatever that ends up being on your own podcast. Well, as again, as we're coming into recovery, as we're coming out of this, there may be some folks who are willing to do that kind of guerrilla marketing where they don't have hundreds of dollars, but maybe they have a hundred yeah. to, to help advertise. They talk about freelancing. You know, you can do everything from writing to graphic design, marketing, web programming. But the one thing I didn't, I, I knew of this, but they have, they, they mentioned testing websites up to $60 an hour. Have you ever visited a website and thought about how great your experience was or was not? And there's uh, a few of these where what users do, uh, try my UI um, and enroll app, lower pay, but easy to use. But these are like $6 a test for the what users do. Try my UI is $10 for each test you take. You know, that can add up if you're sitting there for eight hours a day. Uh, I try. There was another one for a while and they were really picky on who you, uh, who they would let, uh, you know, be the tester or whatever. And I was never approved because there was a time in between jobs that I was like, well, that would be something just, again, just to bring in anything. Because that's one of those where, you know, uh, I forget who said the line, but you want to have multiple hoses filling the pool. And if you can get a few bucks here and a few bucks there, that whole nine yards, you, you might look into being a virtual assistant because, again, you've got, you know, you probably have Microsoft Office skills. You've got online skills. You know how to work Zoom. You know how to do all this other stuff. It's just a matter of who else can can do that. And then they mentioned selling your voice. Go put yourself on Fiverr. Or, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's kind of the starting in the shallow end of the pool. But uh, said podcasters can have lovely sounding voices and make 30 to $60 an hour speaking into your microphone. You know, and it said, uh, if not more experience in, in time, of course. Um, but there are a couple of different websites that you can put your, I know I have something on voices.com and I've never got a peep from it. I, I'd have to, I need to go over and find out, like, look and see what, what I have. Huh. Maybe you still have the right voice or it's yeah. just not getting promoted right. Or, you That's know, probably some it. of those, some of those pieces, this is a good time uh, to practice your voice, practice your vocal skills. There are classes and there's YouTube videos on this where you can go out and, and with with um, voice coaches or vocal coaches to help you with that. That may be a good time to practice some things that you're doing. Get get your craft better on the voice side. And then they mention there are some remote job websites. Uh, one is remote.co. The other one's just remote.co. And these are places that specialize in kind of work from home stuff. So I can only imagine how slammed they are at the moment, but I don't know. I never heard of these, you know? So I was like, maybe they're not who, who knows, but uh, yeah, you don't know there. I mean, there's in the United States, there's 16 million people who fire filed for unemployment last week. So, you know, it's a, it's a big pool, but um, you know, it's, it's, it's worth a look if you need it. It's, it's worth looking into. It's one of those things where it's like, what's the worst that could happen? Nothing. You know what I mean? I don't get it, but I, I spend five minutes, you know, filling out an application or whatever. The one thing I wanted to, I thought was interesting is I came over here and I think it's already weird that it knows where I live. 
just by going to their website. They're like, oh, you're in Cuyahoga Falls. I'm like, oh, all right. Oh, you, am I logged in? Nope, not that I know of. But anyway, I just came over here and typed in the word podcast. This is indeed.com, by the way. And you can see it automatically fills in podcast producer and podcast host. And I was like, it's interesting that the word podcast is not like, what do you mean podcast? So if I say podcast producer and say, forget find jobs in Cuyahoga Falls, like just any place would be fine by me. And there you go. So, oh, it wants me to sign up. All right. Well, here, I'll anywhere. Activate. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, uh, yeah. They're going to get some blah, information from you. Dave. Yeah. Dot com. Let's find jobs. Okay. Not spell it on. Yes. Just leave me alone. I just want to see the results. Um, yeah. They're podcast producer. Audience ops in Connecticut. See, I need to, to send that to Clay. He's in uh, he's in the Northeast. I think he's in Maine. Team Coco podcast producer. That's weird. That's uh, what's his name? That's uh, Conan. So maybe oh, yeah. he's, maybe starting another one. Well, these could be old ads, too. Oh, that's right? true, these, too. These could be from before. Yeah, that's very true. But yeah. I mean, look at all these native podcast project manager. Um Fatherly freelance podcast producers looking for a freelance podcast producer to home the third season of the fatherly podcast. So, you know, what if I go, um, what if I just type in audio? There's all sorts of stuff, audio, video, audioology. If I go audio editor with a space would be better. I would think, Oh, the pressure of typing in front of people. Oh, it's live. You know how that goes. Yeah. It's live stream audio. You, you know how to live stream, maybe. Um, contract music editor and mixer. Audio video producer editor. Remote work available. Right there. Bingo. Netflix. An audio designer. That's probably more uh, editor and proofreaders. Insurance transcripts. Boy, talk about some, some good reading there. Mm. But... It's worth, and that's that's just indeed.com. That's not monster.com or what's the zip well, recruiter? And yeah, zip's another one. Indeed and LinkedIn are like the leaders, right? Yeah. When we think about in recruiting now, talk about a space that was disrupted that, you know, Monster is pretty much no more. And they were, you know, 15 years ago, they were the biggest name. They were an emerging disruptor themselves who got disrupted by some companies, you know, with, with indeed and, and uh, really LinkedIn coming on. Um, and of course LinkedIn's owned by Microsoft. So you have a new and an old um, doing that. So that's a, it, that's another space when we think about, again, in recovery, um, helping people find jobs, being a recruiter or recruiting for the first thing that's going to come back online are companies who help other companies hire people. Yeah. So that could be, I mean, that could be, it's not necessarily podcast related, but, but, but you could do, maybe there's, maybe there's just something around that from a podcasting space of helping people at Gallup. I'll I'll throw a little pimp in there. We, we have spent a bunch of time over the last six months um, on, on a bunch of resources around that job search and using your strengths and building those things out. We have a lot of resources around that for people who are interested in doing that. Like we didn't know the economy was going to go to crap, you know, in this, it just, it was when, when opportunity meets preparation and um, we, uh, so there, those things are available. We're ready when, when people are starting to look again, we've got all that stuff out there. It may be, if you're in that space, it may be time to start getting your stuff out there. Cause as we get into this and as jobs open back up again, People are going to need help. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Illiquity said, yeah, she mentions that, like you said, LinkedIn and Indeed are great. And you can also filter them. As we saw there on the website, you can filter those by show me things that are are local. Um, But uh, speaking of of awesome people and who aren't local, but that's the world's worst (laughs) transition. um, I want to thank my uh, awesome supporters here. If uh, we are talking about awesome people, of course, we now have the scrolling thing at the bottom of the screen. We still have the teacher's pet open. If you want uh, some reduced price uh, one-on-one consulting, uh, check that out. Uh, Again, this is all at askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. But our $20 supporters are Greg at debtshepherd.com, Glenn the Geek Hebert at horseradionetwork.com, Josh Rivers at podcastguymedia.com, Max Trescott at aviationnewstalk.com. Max is a super nice guy. He actually, remember I, I, I reached out on the School of Podcasting to see if anybody knows anybody who would know anybody who would know anybody that, that might know somebody at Facebook, and Max is that guy. 
He's like, I think I know somebody who knows somebody who could maybe do something about me being in Facebook jail. Um, Shane at spybrary.com. Uh, he was on last night. We had, uh, I, I've been calling it podcaster happy hour. Um, and he was on, and of course he also does a show about the travel industry and he goes, it's just the travel industry is just like just wrecked. Oh, devastated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Car- Carl at life in the Carolinas podcast. So when we're able to go outside, uh, Go to the Carolinas and check out Carl. And uh, if you want to get your speech on, check out Kim at Toastmasters101.net. Because uh, if you're afraid of speaking in public, you're really happy right now because you're not <laughs> go out in public. But eventually you'll have to go out there. So if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And Jim, you are pulling up your screen for something. Oh, don't do it. Hold on. Oh, don't okay. do it just yet. I, I had the wrong... Yeah, I, not that it was bad or anything. I, I, just, I don't want wrong. to show your porn. That's, that's I just yeah. had the wrong. I, you got to be careful these days. With that. <laughs> there we go. You can throw that one up. Um, this week uh, we had a vendor on uh, Unraid is the name of the the company that we had on. They create you know like they're a NAS company, so like a Synology or a QNAP or Drobo, any of those. They create and and own kind of the software behind this uh, storage box, and that's way more technical than we get on this show. But mm-hmm. what I wanted to talk about was. They probably did the best job I have ever seen of being guests and promoting the show. Mm. Right, and I didn't ask him to. Like this wasn't one of those kinds of things. John Panazzo, the guest that we had on, was it's just one of my favorite guys in the whole world. He's he's a great guest, and I just love having him on. My audience likes it. But Spencer, their uh, marketing guy this week or last week, just did an incredible job. So they have a you know they have a site, and so they built a, a page for me that promotes the show. Hey, April 9th, we're going to have this on. Here's the last show uh, you see up here. Here's the last show that we were on. So when he was on a year ago, they, they promoted that. Here's the link to the live YouTube page. If you want to catch the highlights from the show, go here. Here's a YouTube video of the last time he was on. And then the, the link to the Eventbrite page. And, you know, one of the things I've been doing that I hadn't been doing in the past is creating an Eventbrite um uh, you know, using Eventbrite to create the, hey, come join us live. Mm-hmm. And, and because they promoted on their site to their people, we had a whole bunch of their folks sign up through Eventbrite, which allowed me then to thank them personally for coming out. So when they nice. were done, because they registered on Eventbrite, I had their email address. And I don't, I'm not going to spam them, but I sent a little note back. Hey, I know you're new. Thanks for coming out. I appreciate it. And um, it, it worked out. It was one of those, the, the, it was one of those combos that worked out really, really nice where the vendor had their stuff together and I had this landing page for them on Eventbrite to come to and sign up and they tweeted it and did a bunch of promotion. And that's not why you do this. It's not what you, you, I don't expect this from my guests just to be honest. It's not their job to promote my podcast. That's not why I have them on. Right. I have them on because of the quality of the conversation and I have them on for the content that they're going to bring, but they did. And man, Dave, it, it made a huge difference. Typically I'd be 12 15 people live mm-hmm. on a Thursday night, right? When we do this, um, I, I think at one point we were like 35. So that's a three times increase. Wow. And at the end of the show, I had some folks, I had a bunch of people like the video. I had a bunch of people subscribe to the U channel. And I got, we had some folks join us in our discord group. And, and I think, you know, there's a few that'll probably stay around. And um, it was just a great experience. So I say all that to say, that's what can happen when you have a great experience, when you have a great partner in this that gets it, does it well. So Spencer, thank you. He probably won't listen to this, but thanks for that. And, and it's pretty incredible just what they can do with just a, just a site and a little bit of promotion. Well, how much of that was like, did you give him anything or did they just, wow. See, that is amazing. I gave him the link. He's like, Hey, um, here's what's the, what was the link last time John was on? So I sent him the link and, uh, and then I said, Oh, I made a, I made a, um, uh, an event bright invite for it so that folks can sign up. Uh, by the way, I'm finding that's actually working out pretty well. So yeah. if you're not, if you do a live show and people can sign up for it, the beauty of it is if they register Eventbrite will send them a two day, a two hour and a two minute email that says, Hey, don't forget you signed up for this, right? It's, we are crushing it on the Gallup side with that functionality. I mean, it's working really, really well. I have no idea. Yeah. Might have to do that. It's, it's now it takes some time and it takes some effort and it takes some consistency, right? You have to, you have to do it. You have to keep, listen, I've, tried to start that Eventbrite engine about four times. I do, I get three out there and then I, I stop, get two out there and I stop. It's been hard. I have two out there right now 
Um, if you go to theaverageguy.tv, there's a tab that says calendar. And if you click on it, it'll take you to my Eventbrite page and you'll see the next two. My job this weekend is to get the next two or three loaded out there. So that, that piece has worked well. No, no. Spencer did this all on his own and wow. he didn't even say, Hey, I'm going to promote you. He just did it. See, that's the best. And, oh, it was incredible. I mean, it was just, it was, it was really, really great. Yeah. I'm, yes, I'm using, so, uh, Aliquity says, Jim, is that the free version? And yes, I am only using the free version. The difference is if you have a paid event, they'll take a part of it. Right. So that's the, that's and, the difference. I do everything free. And do you get their email address? I do. See, that's. I do. I do. Now I don't. You have to be careful I'm, with that. Yeah. Super careful with that because when they're signing up for Eventbrite, they're signing up and really giving me authorization, if that's the right word, to market to them for that one event. That's it. Yeah. You don't right? want that's, that's, that's all. So I, I never, I don't capture those and then say, Hey, come sign up for my newsletter. Right. Or uh, just add people to, I get that all the time where I, and I don't know, I, they're scraping RSS feeds or what, but all of a sudden I'm like, I'm getting the monthly update from somebody I've never ever right. even spoken to. And I'm like, yeah. how did I get on your list? And then I'm always worried to unsubscribe because that then triggers them that I did actually read their email. And I'm like, is that going to get me more spam by actually trying to get you off the list? Or should I yeah. just mark you as spam and let Google take care of it? Yeah. I, I try to really respect that. If yeah. you've given me the email for that event, now I, I can't say, Hey, thanks for joining us. If you want to, if you want to do this in the future, follow us on Eventbrite. You can come out to my site. I, I, I feel that is appropriate, but I don't add them to a, you know, or, you know, join my newsletter, which I don't have one. So I don't put it in there, but I think you could do that. I just don't think you should all of a sudden just immediately add them to your spam marketing lists. Yeah. That's that, not, you know, not going to make you any friends. No, yeah. no. People get super mad. If you want to go the extra step. And again, this is free. Um, have you ever heard of Loom? Mm-mm. Loom is, no. um, let me share my screen. And it's it's spelled exactly the way it sounds. It's L-O-O-M. Just Loom.com? Yep. And what it is, is you could you add an extension to your, to Chrome. I think you have to use Chrome. So if I say here, I'm, in, I'm at Loom.com. You can see this is a, re- I haven't used this in a while because I was considerably thinner when I, <laughs> Recording it three years ago. Yes, that would be about 30 pounds ago. Um, but if I click on new video, now this is going to freak out because I'm already using my camera. So it says uh, you can't. But if I say start recording, you can see it does that. And I'm like, hey, Jim, uh, thanks for the. Oh, I have to share my screen. So I'll share this screen. Okay, so it's now giving me a countdown. Oh, I am. I'm actually, I don't know how it's using the camera, but I'm down there in the corner. Hey, Jim, this is the back end of Loom and uh, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, thanks so much again for being part of the the webinar. I really, really appreciate it. So I hit stop and it does its little Loom magic. So I could say here, you know, um, you know, thanks, Jim, for attending. And I can copy this link. And I will give that to you in the private chat room. And what's interesting is I believe it lets me know when you watch that. Now, when when people actually see that, I'm still sharing my screen. Yeah, this is what they're going to see. Now, you can pay for this, and it's not that expensive. Oh, because I'm old. It's, it's actually free right now. Yeah. So from their basic plan, it's free until July 1st. Yeah, but it's um, it's not going to give me the same look here. Jim, why don't you click on that link, and, sh- and we'll let you share your screen. Because it's showing me my loom back in. It's in the. What you, uh, sorry, what do you want me to do? Oh, it's, it's in, in the, the private, private chat room. Then you want me to share my screen? Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me let me copy and paste this. That's one thing I wish <laughs> would. Thank you. I wish in uh, Streamyard the private chat links would work. Yeah, you, you have know, to copy not, and paste. They're not. All right. So yeah. when so when Jim gets this, this is what he sees, and except you're getting the same view. Yeah, same and uh, blah blah blah, and you know, thanks so much again for being. There we there go. You go. So he yeah. he's and so it kind of shows the screen. It's it's great. Um, I can see like we have a, a different system that we use at Libsyn for making videos for people to go. Hey, just click here and do that. But it's uh, it's just another little level. And the fun thing is, not everybody does that. So everybody else is saying thank you via email, and all of a sudden here comes Jim Collison, and he's got a video. Thank you. Um, it's and, a great idea. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, go ahead. Illiquity says that looks like Screencastify. There are a few of these. I use Vidyard. Vidyard is different because you can. I, I have unfortunately I only have one. I wish I had multiple ones, 
But if I send you a video on Vidyard, uh, uh, a top or at the bottom of the video is a link to join the school of podcasting, a link to hire me for consulting. So mm-hmm. you, I, I make all these little videos and Oh, by the way, here's everything you can buy from me around this free video. So what's um, the difference between doing this there and doing it, say on YouTube? Like if you created a, a YouTube ease. video, made it unlisted, just easy. Cause easy. you can go right to the page. Yeah. It's start it. It's boom, right there in Chrome. You're like, boom, boom, boom. Here's the yeah. link. Send it. it. Blah, blah, blah. Still be pretty easy in StreamYard, right? Create yeah. a go in, create if you're if, if, here. Yeah. Go in, put a, put a title and a description. You know, hey, thanks for doing this. Blah, blah, blah. Make it unlisted because you don't want that. Maybe That's true. In public, right. You could do it that way through StreamYard and YouTube. Can you, I've never tried this. Can you stream in StreamYard to just StreamYard? Uh, yes, on the paid version. So yeah. you need to you, you need to have the two forty a year version. Yeah, and then it would done. go away in a week or whatever, however long. Yeah, they keep seven it days. Away. Yeah, seven days local. But I would think if I was going to do this a lot, I would create a separate sub channel on mm-hmm. YouTube for myself. That's just it, you know, right. it's not not my not my public channel. That is just you know, I might even just call it thank yous and or whatever, whatever you want to call it. And then in StreamYard, you could go in and just select that channel and say, okay, that channel, the title, blah, 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 put a little description in there, push it here, go broadcast, bam. Because nobody, that thank you channel, nobody subscribed to it. You're not worried about it. Something getting, you know, somebody figuring it out, whatever, make it unlisted. And uh, you could probably do the same thing with an unlisted playlist on your site. But I think creating a separate channel might be, might be better on YouTube. So that's, that's a good idea. Like, especially right now, I mean, oh. thanks go a long way today. You know, any we, people are just craving that connection. And so if you can do that, that'd be great. Yeah. I, uh, Darren Dake from uh, the corner talk podcast says I use Bonjoro for short vids yeah. to all my students. I can use it on Chrome, a cell phone app or on the fly. Yeah. I've used that for years. I only switched to, um, Vidyard because they have a better landing page basically in a nutshell. Um, and then, uh, Ryan uh, Jackson says, Bonjour integration with Patreon is a really cool way to thank patrons and can be used to send short vids to anyone. Yep, Bonjour is really cool. There, when I kind of, they, they have since ramped it up, but for a long time, they were kind of really pushing people, just use the app, just use the app. And I'm like, I sit in front of a computer. Uh, yeah. The thing that Bonjour does really cool is if you want to make a campaign. So what I did was I did this thing, somebody was doing an online uh, event and I gave away uh, my class on how to do Audacity, but I got the email of everybody who signed up for that. I took those emails and names and threw them into Bonjoro and could then say, hey, and it was just one after the next. I'd be like, click record. Hey, Carrie, thanks so much for signing up for that. Just so you know, there are other classes at the school of podcasting.com. Let me know if you have any other questions. Thanks so much. Boom. And I and just like, okay, the next one is Darren. Okay. Hey, Darren, thanks so much for signing up for that. There's nothing more fun than saying the same thing. 30 times in a row. Uh, but it was super easy then to to take a list of people yeah. and send little bonjouros to them. You could spread that out too throughout yeah. the day. I mean, I'm finding in, in this time when I need to get things done, I'm not good at sitting down for long periods of time and getting things. We've talked about this when I do my show. Like I still haven't released Thursday's show for this week because I'm stuck on the show notes part and I'm going to I was going to write them this morning and then I got distracted with things like email and YouTube, which I didn't have to get distracted with, but I did. Um, In this, when you're doing thank you notes like this, don't sit down and do 30, do three and then take a break. Half an hour later, come back and do three more, you know, and, and it's a great way. I think that kind of, for, for those of us who have no focus and have no discipline, those kinds of things, I think that's our way to success of getting things done is little, little bursts over long periods of time. The, over the last three weeks, you know, I've been working out, I've been doing the, the prison workout system, right? Where you <laughs> do push ups and pull ups, yeah. right? That's what I have available here walking around the block. I've actually lost some weight and gained some nice. muscle mass by doing three pull ups at a time. Like it, it's not, I mean, it's not like I set out a goal of like, Hey, I'm going to do 30 pull ups today. No, I'm going to do three and then I'm going to wait. 15, 20 minutes, I'm going to do three more and then I might wait an hour or two between meetings. So for podcasters doing this kind of stuff, if it's, if you're, if you find yourself not doing it because you don't like doing it, but you know, you need to put it into smaller chunks and do it over, you know, the course of a day. It's for me, it's a lot easier. Yeah. I had actually sent one to, uh, to Carrie. I sent her a little vidyard thingy and she said it was, I was so impressed because it is, it's, it makes you, um, 
stand out a bit. So, yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's cool. I'd love to get a video from, Hey, it's just thinking about you, uh, you know, appreciate it. It's good to see you. Thanks for what you did. Well, the I other, make, you know, the other thing it adds is tone of voice. You know, if you're like, if somebody asked me a question, you know, it's a super simple question. Like Dave, what equipment should I buy for my whatever, you know? And I'm like, okay, this is like a four paragraph answer. I'll just hit video record. I'm like, it kind of depends. And then I'll go into the whole thing. Um, you know, I did see some people in the Facebook groups when I was looking for like different questions and things like that. And it is different because usually I say, figure out where your, your audience is and go there mm-hmm. and then make friends with them. And it's kind of like, mm, you can't really go anywhere unless go now is online and Twitter and things of that nature. But I did, I did, uh, after seeing the same question about 500 times, I came up with this cute little analogy, which is, um, you know, a baker makes a loaf of bread, but forgets to add salt. Does it really matter what plate it is? <laughs> that he serves it on. No, the recipients aren't going to like it. So please quit obsessing over microphones and media hosts and artwork and bit rates and sample rates and stats and get back in the kitchen and make some bread. People want to eat. It's not the tech. Cause it was just, I just saw that over and over and over. And I was like, why is nobody figuring out, you know, cause there are people, uh, Marcus couch does the Chicago bulls podcast got a bunch of Chicago Bulls on the show. Why? Because they, they got nothing to do. Yeah. You know, there's an article yeah, coming out uh, in the podcast business, business journal on Monday. Uh, and I, I basically point that out. I'm like, okay, this sucks. We can't go out, but what does this enable you to do? And I, I said, as much as sports guys got just hit right in the jewels, on the other hand, all the sports guys have nothing to do, you know, see if you can get them on the, the show and, you know, they're, they're probably dying to do anything. You know, if you love baseball, you'd love to talk about it almost as much probably as, as playing yeah. the game. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think there's some great opportunities for, for individuals. I, I did a, um, I did an interview last week, I think it was, um, where I was, where I was getting interviewed and, um, the audio didn't turn out great. And, um, it's the very first time, Dave, I've had to go back to a podcaster and say, yeah, I can't let you use that. Like it's, that's not Mm. that. And I was, a, I I was, I was kind of worried about that. You know, you never want to tell anybody like, "Eh, you know, this wasn't good enough. So so I was kind of worried about it. And, and immediately he came back and said, yeah, I kind of thought so too. Let's can, and I said, Hey, I'd be willing to re-record. That's, that's no problem. I can, you know, we can do that again. And so I, I think, uh, whether you're afraid to ask a guest because they're, they're a big deal or whatever, like, you know, with this, with sports folks or whether you have to bring some hard news, like if you made something that just wasn't good enough, it's not up to your standards. Um, just say it, like, just do it. Yeah. Just send the invite or, or have the conversation and say, yeah, cause you might be surprised. The person on the other end may say, Oh yeah, I've been actually I've been sitting around yeah. <laughs> waiting for somebody to ask me to do something. Or they may say, "Yeah, I thought that too." You might give them an excuse. You might they might have been worried about it, like even having you because I, I I asked to listen to the podcast. Thank God before it got released, mm. and and um, he may have been worried that you know, like oh, God, maybe this isn't good enough. And when you say that, you release that person from that guilt. Right. They just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you actually you're, you're right. Yes. Let's do this again. And so don't don't hesitate on those. And the longer you let them go, the harder it is. Yeah. So just get them just right. Just do it early. Get it out there. Just be honest about it and, and have those conversations. I uh, I tell you what, honesty is. It's just there's nothing wrong. We I had an awkward conversation with James Cridlin because there were a couple of things in an editor's group and we're kind of like, and I, he said, wait, hold on. He's like, and, and I said, can we get on Skype? Uh, I said, because obviously there's a, there's a miscommunication going here and he yeah. got on and I, I mean, I've known James. I'm like, look, dude, if there's anybody I don't want pissed at, it's like the number one podcast writer. I'm like, dude, what's, and he said, well, I thought you said this. And I said, well, I, I, I did say that. I said, you know, that's, that wasn't really nice of me to say. I said, but on the other hand, you said this. And I said, I just kind of figured you're going to say this. I'm going to say that Todd's going to say own your feed. Lipson's I'm like, it's just, that's the way. And he's like, no. So we had a really nice, but it was awkward for about four seconds of like a 10 minute phone call. The rest was fine. And I was like, okay. I said, you know what? You're right. That wasn't very nice of me to say. I'm sorry. And 
and and it was just it's this thing called a dialogue that people used yeah. to have where you just kind of go oh yeah and he was kind of like you know what okay yeah that was and so and we're all good now so it's uh, incredibly freeing too when you get there like it's hard to that moment yeah, yeah. and then the, you're when you can say you know <laughs> you're right <laughs> just to be honest you're right i was wrong yeah i am sorry like just that sentence you're right i'm wrong i'm sorry changes everything and and it can actually it can actually make a relationship stronger in the end like not in all cases but sometimes it's better off you're better off at the end than you were in the beginning for sure yeah well and like in his case he had said something in the newsletter that was perfectly fine i said it wasn't the newsletter it says what you said on your podcast you went oh yeah hmm Forgot about that. And then he said, and you said this. And I was like, ah, yeah, I'm just going to own that one and say that wasn't very nice. <laughs> and I said, I'm sorry. I said, I won't do yeah. that again. So, yeah, um, you're, just like, you're right. I'm, uh, you're right. Yeah. I'm wrong. And sorry. it was just, it was like, yeah, okay. And that's what adults do. Talk about the video thing. Carrie said, I just did a video message to my wedding clients just to check in and yeah. let them know I'm here for reschedules. Uh, here's the thing, though, with this. Not that that's bad. That's awesome. Um, never, for, never. Um, don't forget to add a link for people to just donate if they want to, because I had a musician friend of mine that said, Hey, just so you guys know, I lowered the price on my CDs if you want them or downloads, blah, blah, blah. And I said, dude, I, I own everything you have. I go, do you have just a PayPal link? And he's like, he emailed me back. He goes, I didn't even think of that. I go, yeah. Some people like, you know, I said, especially your true fans that have all your music. Well, we've already bought everything you have. And, you know, you're a musician. You have no money coming in. I'm like, what's your PayPal? Yeah. And so it's it's some cases that we just – I think part of that too is like it's just – then you feel like you're just asking for money. Well, there are some people that just want to give you money, you know, in cases like this. Like I don't have a ton is, of cash, but if, you know. That is really the case. Like uh, for the longest time, I didn't have any way. I didn't have a Patreon and I didn't promote eBay or not eBay. Um, what's the – Patreon. <laughs> No, Patreon or uh, Glow.fm, PayPal, yeah. No, PayPal. I just, it's going away. It's been a long week. Um, and I had a listener contact me and they're like, would you make a way, like, I really want to send you some money. Yeah. Would you make a way for this to happen, please? And it was almost, I almost got a little bit like money shamed. Like, how dare you be a podcaster <laughs> and not provide a way for us to support you? <laughs> And, and I was like, okay. So I figured out that at the, at the time, this was before I did a Patreon account, but before um, I did, I did the PayPal side and you, you just, you, you never know. You're right. You never know. Just put it out there. You don't have to overdo it. Just, but, but make yeah. it available. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Randy has a fun question. He said, ask me about the pitfalls of having two feeds on a single website. That by default is WordPress. Uh, yeah. Told him I've never done it. Found conflicting info online. Anybody have any advice directed? I'm to seven. D- seven feeds seven feeds on a yeah. uh yeah. Go to the I, average randy go to the average slash subscribe and you'll see you know i have uh, each show so home gadget geeks and cyber frontiers have rss and then they also they also have a video in a video small feed for them so four and three six sorry six feeds coming off that and i use categories for one and what's the other one categories and in, in PowerPress, there's a, you can have it as a category feed or you can have it as a mm feed or whatever yeah. that other, there's two different ways of setting this up. Randy, yeah. if you just contact me, Jim at the average, you've got my contact information. Yeah. L- let me know. I can walk you through it. It's a little complicated at first. And I had to, I spent maybe a month really wrapping my head around that thing. Cause at first you're like, what? And then as soon as it clicks, you're like, Oh, of course. So you can definitely do multiple feeds on a single site using PowerPress. Yeah. And then the, the fun thing is with WordPress, you automatically have slash feed, whatever yeah. your website is. And then you have another one slash comments slash feed, I think, because there's a feed for the comments that you can subscribe to. Daniel, um, Daniel got it. Category and channels. Channels. The yeah. two, those are the two different, those are the yeah. two different and they work a little bit different. So Randy, let get with me and we'll, we'll get on video and I'll walk you through it. Yep. Um, we were talking earlier, I think about editing and Aliquity says, I like the comment from a workshop leader who said you wouldn't read a book that wasn't edited. Why would you not edit your podcast? <laughs> it's true. I always say that. Before. Well, well, I, I listened to, um, uh, on the fourth was my 15, uh, anniversary, 15 year anniversary. So I went back and listened to my very first podcast. Wow. It was 
it, number one, I mentioned a bunch of things that don't exist. And then I was talking about how much I was saying, um, and I said, well, there's no editing and <laughs> yeah, podcasting. Right. And I'm like, well, there's a, there's a thought that's I've definitely changed since April 4th, 2005. So, uh, yeah, there's definitely editing and pie. If you want to, you, you need to, I, I think in most cases you need to, I think if you're going to, if you're going to republish live stuff where you're having conversations, yeah. you could edit that. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yes. I'll just say, go ahead and edit your stuff. And then poor Carrie, she has a boy. Talk about a catch 22. She goes on because she has, obviously she has her photography business and weddings and such. She goes, but on the travel show topic, I'm stuck because I finally have time to work on my show with episodes in the can, but they're all tourism related. And what could you do? Let's be creative. Let's use the chat room for this one too. So chat room, let's think about, and and like, no, there's no wrong answers in this. Let's just do, we'll do some virtual brainstorming. Okay, in a world where travel is shut off, <laughs> right? I mean, right now, nobody is going anywhere, literally, right? So what kind of things could you start doing now that would prepare you? This goes back to the conversation early in the show. That could start preparing you for when it does come back. Or what kind of stuff, when we think about alternatives, to, maybe there could be some alternatives. In other words, how to take a vacation when you really can't go anywhere, right? That. So I'll throw out that topic, right? That'd be the first one. How to take a vacation when you can't go anywhere. There could be some tips, just like we read in the beginning of the show, right? Um, uh, Podcast Movement put out that, hey, some things you could be doing right now. Just ideas doesn't mean you have to do them. So chat room, what do you think? Dave, I'll throw that to you. If you were thinking about topics for when in recovery, so she's ready. What if she has 10 articles that are ready for recovery that she can publish when we go? What would you say? What, What would be some good topics, do you think? Well, because her show is about Key West, um, for now, could it be something like, Hey, here are you know, it, the bummer is you'd blow them all in one episode, but like, here are three podcast, here are three movies that were filmed in Key West oh, that uh-huh. feature Key West. So if you want to see what Key West is like, Robin Williams was in the blah, blah, blah movie. Uh, yeah. Keith or Sutherland back in the seventies was in this movie, but you know, so it would take a little Googling to find out what movies were filmed in Key West. But if you want yep. to see what it's like, you know, here's some, some thoughts of that. And, and then you could explain how realistic, if there was anything that was Key Westy specific, like let's say they were doing things in Key West, like, okay, that would never happen because, you know, this is the way it happens in Key West. And in the movie they did this or something like that. That might yeah. be a way just to, uh, so that was the first thing that came to my Kim, Kim throw Kim's comment up. She said, talk about local events uh, or talk about local events uh, that locals might not do. People in Canton, Ohio, don't go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. So there could be some things. There could be some um, some stories going on right now about how local restaurants or businesses are doing or how they plan to get through this. You know, it's we, we have a restaurant here in Bellevue called Stella's, and it's been on dives, drive-ins and diners, or is it the other way around, whatever it is. Yeah. Real famous, real famous burger. I can only imagine they're premium and they're, they, they gotta be struggling, but it would, it could be an interesting interview. If I was doing Bellevue, Nebraska businesses, how are you doing? How are things going? Let's, you know, how, how, what are you planning for? Get them on, get them on the radar. That may be something that uh, people would be interested in hearing. Yeah. Jeremy says history and background of certain areas. That's true. It. That's evergreen content. Very true. Um, that's, that's a good idea. You know, before I went to London, I spent a bunch of time watching podcasts about from people who had traveled to London and, mm-hmm. and it, and we're giving, we're giving tips. So, you know, the, w- with you being local to it, there may be some opportunities to do some things or film some things or do some stuff. Of course, practice social distancing or physical distancing at this point, but you know, there may be some opportunities to get outside and film some things that then make some helpful videos. Like, Hey, when you do come back, here's some, here's, here's the top five places you probably don't know about that you should visit when you're here. Yeah. uh, A bunch of people have thrown that out. Um, I just saw one kind of like, you know, when, when this does go over, here are some places you want to check out. I, I cannot find it's weird. It seemed like everybody was saying that. Now I can't find any of them, but that's a great example too. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, uh, Darren says if there's anybody famous in the area, yes, you might highlight them. Yes. That's um, a good idea. Cause those are things you can do over Skype or Squadcast or whatever you're using these days. Streamyard, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, no, that there's, I mean, those, see, those are some great ideas. I think going into this. Yeah. She says, I just had a meeting with some city officials talking about the economy and recovery ideas. So, yeah. 
So that's actually a really great idea in the sense that like for right now, getting a pulse for what the city is going to do to recover on this. And I, I bet as we pull out of this, there's going to be a bunch of incentives and prices are going to be awesome. I mean, the opportunities to travel coming out of this recovery may be incredible just as people are desperate to get cash flow going again. There may, and well, and on the other side, people don't have a ton of money, you know, they may have been unemployed or they may be out of work. And so we're opportunity um, where something meets opportunity, you get this, you get this um, perfect match. And so there may be some highlights, some of those, but that's a great, that's a great example. The Canadian maker project thoughts with everyone. Yeah, uh, staying at home. Are you seeing a drop or rise in listenership? Yes. Mm. Both. Both. If you're yeah. a religious podcast, it's going through the roof. If you're a sports podcaster, it's going down. Jeff. Uh, oh, from lead to read or read to lead. Oh, I can see him. He's got glasses. Anyway, it'll come to me. Jeff had a great comment on how many downloads should I have? He goes, that's like asking somebody, how fast do you run a mile? Mm-hmm. And he goes, because somebody could say, well, I run a mile in about five and a half minutes. And you're like, wow, that's pretty good. And somebody else goes, it takes me 18. Well, okay. How long is the person that's been running five and a half minute miles or, you know, whatever, like it's all different circumstances and stuff. And it really, that's the ultimate, it depends. And so uh, the downloads and stuff for me, I just looked at my downloads from uh, the previous month and was like, mm, they're about the same. They went down a little bit. And then I looked at them from last year and they were up a little bit from last year. So they're down from last month, but up over last year. And I was like, and that's when I went, you know what? I feel myself going down a rabbit hole and yeah. looking at my stats is not going to make them grow. So Dave, for me, live has been through the roof. Like I can't, yeah. we've tripled yeah. live We've uh, registrations and people actually showing up for live, both at Gallup and home gadget geeks. Has, what what's our number right now here? Thirty one on uh, you thirty one on on YouTube, and we've got three on Facebook. So about the same. Um, this had this Saturday morning hasn't changed that much for us, and so there's a perfect example of you know kind of based on the podcast and what you're doing and your audience, you may see an increase if you're doing it live. Uh, we're we're seeing that. I saw a slight dip in my actual download numbers. There's a lot a lot of my listeners are commuters. Mm. And they just have not, they're, they're beginning, you know, they're figuring out how to, how to listen. I know they're listening because they're sending me notes. Like yeah. I know they're listening because I'm, I'm getting feedback from them either via Twitter or email or whatever. So I know they're, they're still listening, but yeah, the numbers have been off just, just a little bit. Should I worry about this? No, 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 no. That's, you know, you're, this is not the time to worry about your numbers. This is the time to take that time and lean into your listeners, like get out there, call them, talk. Because in some cases, they might have more time. In some cases, they might have less time because they got four little ones that are driving them crazy, you know. Well, and I've got a guy I had on the show Thursday. He's a healthcare worker, and he just he said he just came off of a seven-day, 12-hours-a-day shift. Oh, oh. Yikes. Ouch. Yes. Yeah, like, oh, my God. So, you know, you might, in his case, he's going to, you know, he's going to need to do things a little bit differently to make it work. And had him on the show and had a great opportunity to appreciate him and the work he did and some of those kinds of things. And, you know, you just, um, you just everybody's in a different boat. So I, I, this would be the last thing you want to look at right now is your downloads. Just keep like lean into this, make more content. Yeah. I, uh, the thing I say in, in the article that's coming up Monday in podcast business journal, I'm like, people are talking about all these weird things about, you know, the, the podcaster Academy and Spotify and, and versus Apple, which one's more popular. I go, none of that, none of that has, is any interest to your audience. And I go, mm-hmm. so quit focusing on that crap and go back and, and focus on, uh, on your audience. But speaking of focusing on stuff, Jim, what are you focusing on on the next episode of uh, the average guy TV? Well, I kind of pimped it. It's not out yet, but Unraid came on the show and we yeah. just had a great interview and a good time. And so if you if you're interested in that kind of nerdy stuff, head out to the average guy TV a little bit later today or tomorrow. <laughs> It'll be available. And I can't decide if it's going to be both or one or the other. But Kim from Toastmasters101.net sent me, uh, and maybe I'll put a link to it in the, the chat room here, Danny Elfman. Do you know who Danny Elfman is? No, I Danny Elfman is was in Owingo Boingo back in the 80s, which uh, feel free to go who? Um, but One he, hit wonder, right? Well, uh, he's, he's scored like almost every Tim Burton film. Like he's oh. a very, like hundreds of movies. He's been, you know, Marvel movies and all those hmm. other stuff. He's doing a master class and his pimping for the master class 
is as much as it's about music, it applies to podcasting. And I was like, you just listen to it and you're like, amen, brother, that's it. So I think I'm going to probably play some clips on that and riff on that. And then I still have an interview with the guys from Wealth Without Wall Street that I've had in the can. And I keep telling people, yeah, we're going to listen to that. And then I'll find something else. And I'm like, okay, because that's that, that interview is good anytime. So it's either going to be both those things or just me talking about Danny Elfman uh, at the School of Podcasting this week. But uh, thanks to the chat room. We're here every Saturday, 1030 Eastern Standard Time at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. If you're watching us live, we're not done. Stick around for some post show. 